ready in 5, 4, 3, 2. Come see me on tour, Mom. I added a show in Portland, Oregon at Revolution Hall. Tickets are going fast on that one, kids. May add a third. Don't know. And then I'm doing a, a casino in Rohnert Park, California, April 1st. Park West Theater in Chicago, Illinois, April 29th. What did we say Chicago was? Chicago? Chart. That's my girl. Chart yeah. Cargo, Jizz and Loy. Uh, Turner Hall Ballroom, Milk Jockey, Jizz Consent, April 30th. And then May 13th, Hollywood Casino, Charlestown, West Virginia. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. I got to tell you guys that I don't think I'm going to tour a lot anymore. Why? I'm changing my business model a little bit. We're switching things up for a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll get into it at some point. But let's just say change is afoot. Mm. for Christina P. Thank you to everybody that's bought my lipstick. We just got a new shipment in from Italy. Uh, they're just ready for you to buy. Hot off the Italian presses. The Christina P's Perfect Red. I am wearing it now. Meow, 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 meow. And the feedback has been tremendous. And I'll tell you why. Uh, my guest is Ali Makovsky, if you haven't recognized her beautiful voice. Ali Makovsky. Makovskys. And let me tell you something, Ali. As I've been, I've been, uh, I've been wearing makeup for my most of my life, mm-hmm. and I've I've come to discover that American makeup is not as well made as the Italian Italian and the mm-hmm. French. Mm-hmm. And that's why my lipstick, I think, is doing so well because I spend the money, I make a good product, and I'm not out to gouge people the way that these crummy companies do here. In the in, in, in the US of I. Yeah, it looks great. Thanks. Sattva Mattress Company. You've heard me talk about Sattva for years. Why? Because it's a company I believe in. We sleep on several Sattva mattresses in the Segura house. Um, right now I'm sleeping on the Solaire. It goes up, it goes down, it lights up, it vibrates. It's fantastic. And I just bought my kid another Sattva mattress, the junior mattress. I mean, that's how amazing this company is. Made in the U.S. of A. They've got no uh, physical showroom, so you're not spending money on employing people to test a mattress. And really, what does sitting on a mattress in a store do? Nothing. Try it for 90 days in Sattva. And if you don't like it, send it back. But that's not going to happen. Impeccable customer service. It truly is a great place to buy your mattress. And right now, go to sattva.com slash the shit for $200 off your next Sattva purchase. S-A-A-T-V-A dot com slash the shit for $200 off. I really love you. Suck it, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Christina P's got the red oh, lip now. I love Gwen. No, did you, did, did you like Gwen Stefani? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm obsessed. Oh, yes. Yeah, I like her. She's getting some blowback for um, her. Saying she's Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then doubling down and being like, no, really, I'm Japanese. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. And I think we're, are we done canceling? I feel like we're done. No, I think, I think canceling will forever uh, stay strong and vigilant. But I think <laughs> because it's happening so much that people really have to decide what they actually want to cancel. 
Yeah, she's so good and she's very unproblematic, I think, as they generally say. And yeah. if this is her one blip, I don't think she's a bad person. I really doubt that. And she's yeah. Christian. She's Christian AF. Did you know that? Christian people can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she's Christian, so she means well. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. That's what I've heard. She grew up in Orange County, which That's is where right. I went to school. And there's plenty of people in Orange County who would say, I'm Japanese, but in the way of like making, right. you know, and being very offensive. Or like she, they pull their eyes and then yeah. be like, I'm, ja- I'm turning yeah. Japanese. Yeah. She's I really like, think so. I think she's, you know, she just loves Japanese culture. The, Harajuku. The Harajuku girls. That's probably why I'm a comedian. I I don't know. I don't care. I think it's all up for making fun of, but I would think I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything should be fair game to make fun of when it's coming from, you know, a good heart and a good puss and a good good puss. Your your puss is in the right place. Yeah. That's what matters. I agree. My yeah. pussy's in the right place. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. yeah I'm like, don't can't, cancel your mother. So um, you're here. You're queer. Um, Sometimes. I am Polly. I am into the swinging lifestyle, as yeah. we were talking about before. Yeah. I heard that you're a big swinger. Yeah. I just, you know what? I love when my husband gets a text from another woman. And his phone and is just And you're so comfortable up. in your relationship oh. that you're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Bring her over. I just, yeah, I love, I love knowing that he's just getting it from somewhere else. And what's cool, the kids love it. It's job they, creation. Job creation. The kid, the, right, I'm employing other people. Kids love seeing the variety mm-hmm. of people coming in and out of the house. They say it takes a village. It sure does. It yeah. sure does to make Tom come. <laughs> we all, we all take turns making Tom come. Can you imagine? Oh, no. I don't think there's a worse nightmare than being polyamorous. Could you ever uh, do that? No, in theory, I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool, but only if I'm the one getting off. I don't want my <laughs> boyfriend with these little hoes. <laughs> I deserve it. What's he doing? That's what I think, too. It's fine if I do it. Did it? Do it? Do it? Did it? Do it? Yeah. I guess what kind of personality type could do that, though? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I. <sighs> I yeah, can't. I mean, part of me wants to, you know, be all like world peace, happy vibes. Everyone no. is doing their thing. But I, yeah, it just blows my mind. I could never be <laughs> in my head. I'm like, you have to not care about your primary partner at all. <laughs> but they're like, no, that's our primary partner. Right. It's all love. It's and I'm like, but how much? It can't be how that much. How much love do you have to give? It can't be that much. It can't be. And especially once you carry a man's baby inside of you like i i incubated tom segura's dna twice yeah and created two you deserve people. A, a medal a yeah purple heart or something Fuck yeah but then to be like i don't care if he busts nuts and other people honestly honestly i always say like that girl we sample in your mom's house um i i i guess i'm a prude because i also don't like the idea of dudes blowing loads like, even when I was single, I'm saying not now, obviously, but, like, of just, like, dudes blowing loads in you. They, like, don't like you or know you. I don't, I've... Uh, and you're 27. You're is, in that culture, hookup culture. Yeah. This is a big, um, um, your, your, your mom, your mom's house, uh, truth bomb. I've never let anyone blow a load inside me. 
Allie, I'm so proud That's of That's me you. on uh, on uh, the Miss America. They're like, any fun facts? I'm like, I've never let anyone come inside of me. They're like, you're the winner. <laughs> you're the winner. That um, is really intri- intriguing. So um, I'm scared of it. I don't yeah. know why I'm sc- I don't take birth control. Okay, that's why you're scared of it. But even when I was on birth control, yeah, wouldn't let it happen. Yeah, I don't blame you because that's how babies get made. Yeah, I don't and- want a baby and I also don't want your nasty ass jizz inside of me. And herpes. Yeah. And- I mean, I don't even care about herpes. Really? Not- yeah, I don't have it. I wouldn't care if I did get yeah. it. That's yeah, treatable. It's yeah, it seems pretty chill. The people I know who yeah. have herpes, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, but but pregnancy would be the deterrent here. Yeah, but then even even if I got pregnant, I could get a little borshy. That's true. Not here, but not in here, California. but elsewhere. So it's not pregnancy. No, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I just get spooked by it. By jizz. Yeah. I also think I don't really um, have orgasms from sex, so it feels unfair to let a man have the best time of his life inside of me while I'm not. That's what it is. Yeah. I think I th- and I, you know what I really like. It's about like punishment. That? I'm like, yeah. go take care of it on your own. I love this about you, and thank you for admitting. To being a vindictive, resentful person because I too, I remember one time, so one one time, I had a miscarriage when we first started trying to have a baby. Yeah. And I remember. Did you call your firstborn your rainbow baby? No. <laughs> I keep seeing that. I'm like, that's so Reddit's, corny. It's I mean, so it's corny. sweet if that's what helps you get through it, but no. It's just your second no, baby. But it was very painful. And I remember resenting Tom. It was painful? Oh, exceedingly painful when you. How big was. How far along? Nothing. It was only like... Like emotionally painful or like actually physically? No, it's the most... It hurt more than labor. Passing a miscarried um, little... It's like nothing at that point. I don't... Maybe it's because it is a bummer. It's not the elation of labor. It's the sadness of losing. But the, the best part of that for me was resenting my husband because he was not suffering as I was. Well, and I think that's yeah. even the same with having a baby. Yeah. Like even the yeah. excitement of being able to have a baby, the husband still doesn't. Doesn't do it's shit. It's not the same. No. Yeah. I um, Do you do you tell your kids that you had a miscarriage? No, they don't even know what what yeah. what where their assholes are. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to know that. Because I always um, find that interesting. I mean, I don't I have any never. kids, so I'm like, I don't know if that's even worth. Because I had a friend whose oldest sister them? was a twin in the belly, but then she like ate the other one or whatever. Yeah, 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 it happens. And she knew about that, and they would like kind of make jokes about it. But I think there was like, I'm like, why would they even need to know that? That's a shitty thing to tell a kid. Yeah. Like, we had two of you, but you ate your sibling. Yeah, that's so not, you are a monster. Uh, yeah, You're that's evil. what a, a greedy piece of shit yeah. you are. And you don't have a sibling, so sorry about that. That's <laughs> your fault. It's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah, there's a lot of things kids don't need to know. Yeah. But apparently my therapist, when I told her those feelings, uh, she was like, that's not healthy. To What's want not healthy? To want your partner to suffer as you're suffering. She's like, that's not... That's it's not, not healthy, but it feels good. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I take I take <laughs> I take score in my relationship. I'll be like, oh, I did the dishes today. Yeah, I did course. them yesterday. What did you do? Huh? Yeah. See, and that's the thing is, I think that that's the sane, rational way to have a relationship. But then all the books and all the the relationship counselors and every therapy community is like, it's not equal. It's never fifty fifty. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like before kids, it 
it gets pretty darn close. Yeah. And then once you have kids, forget it. The yeah. mom does everything, really, yeah. to be honest. Um, do you feel like you're in an almost 50-50 sitch with your BF? Well, the thing is, in my head, I have a very skewed image <laughs> of responsibilities where I'm oh, like, I do everything. I run the show. Yeah. I'm, you know, top dog. And then we're in couples therapy, me and my boyfriend. You're only 27. I know. Good for you. I, okay. Because people Good go either you. way. People either go, what the hell are you doing? No, not at all. Are you in independent therapy as well? Uh, yes, but then I'm, I'm very avoidant. So I like leave my therapist very quickly. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But no, I think cause, cause couples therapy is about finding out how you relate to another person. It's your relational style. So yeah. this can benefit you for the rest of your life. It's not just exactly. about this guy. I was like, yeah, if me, if I, if I leave no. his ass or he leaves mine, Doesn't but matter. we know it'll be me leaving him. If I leave his ass. <laughs> I want to be able to Let's take what I learned into future relationships. Right. And if I do end up staying with his ass, I want it to be good. I don't want to like, yeah. I'd rather set a good footwork now than have to like dig through all yes. this shit later. Well, because fine. So, so there's how you relate to yourself, which is independent yeah. therapy. Mm -hmm. And then how you relate to another is a whole other can of worms. And to imagine, gosh, finding that out in your 20s would be really beneficial. Yeah. There is a book about attachment style, if you guys are interested. Are oh, I'm, uh, I think I'm the, I think I'm all, I'm, I'm the worst of all possible worlds. I think I'm, a, I'm an avoidant and. Anxious? Yeah. Yeah, there's like avoidant, anxious, secure, which is like 10% of the population. Yeah. Nobody's secure. Yeah. And then what's the other one? A, a, a combo of avoidant and attachment. So I'm, I'm a little bit of both crazy. Um, which one do you think you're most of? I'm nowadays, I'm working towards more. I'm actually kind of more secure now. But initially I was anxious for okay. more more anxious leaning. Well, then that means Tom is probably more avoidant. Because oh, you find really? the person opposite. Wait a minute. The guy that's touring in Australia <laughs> right now? I haven't seen for two years on tour? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, most comedians, I would say, are, are fairly avoidant. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we are alone a lot of the time, and I think I, I've learned to enjoy my own company, I would say, just very recently, where I'm not trying to crawl out of my own skin mm -hmm. alone. Sometimes when I'm alone, I'm just crawling out of my own skin. Yeah. Like, I got to get out of this fucking meat vessel and, like, yeah. what can I drink? What can I eat? What can I listen to? What can I do? Um, but on recently i'm just like i could just sit here and like stare i'm just gonna fucking like lay down and just stare and I'm are you happy. watching are you watching miss rachel with your kids miss rachel do you know about miss rachel what's that you don't know miss rachel what's miss rachel wait how old are your kids four and seven i'll write it down where miss is miss rachel, rachel she's on youtube okay and she makes videos for kids Aww. for like speech development she wears this pink little shirt and her overalls okay miss rachel and i was Aww. i was babysitting a few years ago and they were like just put on miss rachel you know the kid will just kind of <laughs> do something just put on miss rachel so i'm like okay and at first I was like, this is so creepy. She's like baby talking. I find baby talking yes. really like creepy. And, I do too. I don't, like I don't know, talk. inappropriate. Um, but everyone loves her and says she's great. So now I'm kind of flipping, flipping my opinion on Miss Rachel. Your but, team, Miss Rachel. Yeah. What but, made you think about that? Well, just talking about staring off. I was like, I wonder if like Miss Rachel's on in the background. <laughs> the kids are like killing. They're like strangling each other. And you're just. <laughs> 
Burton and Miss Rachel <laughs> Hayes. I love that. No, I think so. My older boy Ellis would probably. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, thanks. That's he's cute. he's cool as shit. Would probably hate Miss Rachel because he hates anything that's kid Corny. oriented. Yeah. yeah, he sensed it very early. Interesting. Yeah, I I had to show him like kind of more old school. He liked Sesame Street because that that was pure. Yeah, that was pure. Uh, yeah, he he would he go tell Miss Rachel to fuck herself, but the younger one might be into Miss Rachel, and she'd be like, "Okay, thank yeah. you." Yeah, he likes that one. The younger one's sweeter. Mm. And the older guy is like, "What's fuck the younger Rachel. one's name?" Um, Julian. But he, oh, I love that name too. It's cute, right? Yeah. I've never met a crappy Julian. No, Julians. Well, sometimes they can be like creepy, but like not in like <laughs> actual creepy vibes. Just like kind of weirdo creepy yeah, vibes. Weirdo vibes. Yeah, but I like that. I like that too. Julian, all the Julians I know, they're like cool, like kind of mysterious. Yeah, sensitive guys. They're yeah. more, and he is more sensitive. Yeah, I've so. never met an Ellis. No, and I, you know how stupid I am. I was watching a movie when I was pregnant. You didn't know about Ellis Island? Oh, I knew about Ellis Island. Yeah, I knew about, and I knew about Doc Ellis, who pitched a perfect game on LSD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm very inspired by this idea. Yeah, uh, but then I saw a movie with Matthew McConaughey called Mud. Oh and yeah, the lead character. His name is Ellis. Yeah, in that? and I was like, oh, I love this character. And there, and there you go. And that was. And I also wanted to name him something like American. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just. Uh, and who knew we'd end up in the South? Anyway, it's a very Southern name. So lo and behold, Ellis. Ellis. There's Matt. There's McConaughey. Have you this met guy. him? He's no. our, he's in Austin. Why haven't you met him? I'm, I'm trying. We're. we're I would love to. He's just so funny. I I love his Instagram. He's just. Yeah, he's the best. Did you read his book? Yeah. Well, audio book is fantastic. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Green light. All right. (laughs) Chapter two. (laughs) Green light. Green light. So you're 27 years old. What Mm -hmm. is your, remind me what it's like to be 27. Like walk me through a day in the life of Allie Makovsky. You wake up, what, 11, 12? I wake up, I wake up, what so time? I have my Give alarm set when... at 9. Oh, you have an alarm set? I have an alarm set at 9. Very ambitious at 27. Yeah. I, I was not doing that. I have an alarm not... set at 9. I wake up you. around 10. Yeah. I'm in bed for about an hour, <sighs> scrolling my phone, oh. checking out Instagram, an getting hour. my day started on a bad foot. Yeah. Comparing yourself yeah. to other people, pissed, pissed off. Yeah. Reading, com- do you read comments about yourself or do you I stray? really used to. No, I will occasionally, but not the way I was before. Yeah. Like before I would have to read every oh, single no. comment. And now I just read some highlights. Yeah. What's the one that... Do you, that you remember the most? Ugh. There's not like a particular comment that I'm like, that's what made me stop reading them. You know, <laughs> it's all kind of the same. Like people aren't really that original. No. It's yeah. a lot of just like, um, you look like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. Not even. No, I do. It's pretty accurate. No. I, I got I, the faraway eyes a little bit. No. No. Can I tell you something? What? There's a girl on TikTok. Can you find her? You just pull up my TikTok? No. There's a girl that legit looks like Sid the Sloth, by the way. So don't even... I think even. it's pretty accurate. I mean, I don't no, not you don't. Like- and can I tell you something funny? When I, God, it's so funny you mentioned this. I was laying in bed, and you know how a random memory will pop up in your head from like 20 years ago? Yeah. Well, in your case, you'd be a seven. But a, a memory came up from ninth grade where this girl looked over at me in math class, and she was like, your eyes are too far apart. I hate when people's eyes are too far apart. And that's all she said to me. Whoa, that's like classic mean girl. Like that's what you would see in a movie. It's like, that's it. 
<laughs> it was so funny. And I remember being like, A, they're not too far apart. So the, the comment doesn't, I don't feel like they are, doesn't hit that strong. And like, why would you tell me that? Yeah. Yeah, because people so say my eyes are, do- but I think if my no, eyes are, are any more in, in too, then I would look weird. They're not too far apart. That's like people, because I have no. really thick eyebrows and yeah. people are like, your eyebrows are so fucking gross. And I'm like, no, they're not. why do you care so much? But if I had thinner, I have too much forehead retail space. So the thinner my eyebrows, the more space it gives my forehead. It balances out. I think you're perfect. Oh I, I, I don't see it. Uh, Can I, I come swing at your house? Oh, my God. I would love invite? to have you swing with Tom and Yay. I. What a great idea. I One think- time I did have a threesome. Oh, no. And it was the worst <laughs> experience Tell me everything. of my life. Tell me everything. It's so bad. I mean, first of all, I'm awkward one-on-one, yeah. you know? Like, me just with a man, you know, wholesome, straight sex style, brutal. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Now we add a couple who already has a connection together. Yeah. They're in a relationship. They already know each other. They're not awkward around each other. Yeah. And then I come into the picture. I'm at their studio apartment. Uh, how so old are you when this happened? This is maybe four years ago. So you're 20, 20 24 you do or something. And are you guys ripped? Are you hammered? You no, gotta I'm be. sober. I've been oh, sober for like I seven I, years. I, I thought so. Okay. Yeah. So you walk into this and, and why did you? Well, so I matched with them on Tinder. Okay. So you so were like, were... I'm going to give this a go. I'll yeah. see if I'm this kind of person. I'm young. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to F strangers. And they're total strangers on Tinder. Total strangers. I matched with them on Tinder. We meet at the comedy store because I'm like, oh, let's meet at gosh. a neutral place. Yeah. Not smart. So we meet them. Smart. I'm on, you know, kind of more home turf. I feel comfortable there. And they were cool. They were Australian, so I knew that they were down. Australian yeah. people, they're nice. down for anything. Nice people. So then we, like, I drove with them back to their apartment. And then it just felt like a weird, like, Uber pool where I'm, like, sitting in the back there in the front. Like, hey, where are what we What do going? you talk about on your way to a threesome? I don't even know. Do you, I think we just like played the music in silence. So you you, you pretend like it's not happening because I always imagine like do you do you meet at the comedy store and then they're like, oh hi, you're the girl we're gonna fuck tonight, and you're yeah. like, yeah, hi, I'm Allie, let's fuck, and then do you do you put down the guidelines? No, I think we were just talking about like comedy or like how long have you guys been in L.A. Well, oh, part okay. of Australia, small know? talk, chit chat, yeah, small talk. Do you put down the rules? No, the I didn't car. even know that there should be rules. Oh, wow. I like, mean, I didn't need them. They were, like, relatively normal. Right. But, like, no rules were really needed. But, like, you don't like having loads blown. Would, would you say that? Like, hey, just don't blow your load in me. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Wow. I know. Wow. And I think the idea of a threesome is really sexy. Yeah, I it agree. It sounds really fun. Yeah. But I think that's only if it's spontaneous. Right. If you're, if you're, here's, here's where. I was planning it like a serial killer. Like, let's meet at this time. Yeah, that's too. Like, here's where it's great. You're in college. Hey, let's uh, let's all get naked and get in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And then the, it just escalates. That I remember fun. hot tubs are weird, though, for hooking up. Yeah, I remember the first time smelly. I had sex in a hot tub. I didn't realize that the cum just like floats like it Ugh. stays intact. So and it was at my dad's house. He was Ugh. away. So I had to like scoop jizz out of the hot Ugh. tub. Fully intact. I thought it would like disintegrate. It's so hot. The water's so hot. I it, thought like, it would just boils. kind of like it's like ramen disappear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where the the foaminess on top. That's yeah. cool. So you had the threesome, and then you're like, no, never more. talk to them again. Yeah. Yeah. That's ah, so wild. Sorry. Sorry, love. Okay. So 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 you wake up. Yeah, at wake up 10. around ten. Oh, 
Yeah, that must be nice. Make some coffee with my little Nespresso. Oh, that's a good one. What's your What's your pod flavor? Um, you know, I kind of switch around. I'm not too concerned. I do like Ethiopia. Oh, wow. I do one of those like caramel cookie ones. Those are fun for those adventure. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Little, little flavor. What else do they have? They have like Colombian, I think. I stick to one brand. Really? One, Which one? Intenso. All oh, the way. Oh, like you're me. an Intenso girl. Intenso. Yeah. And I, cause I like to get fucking jacked. I wake up. And I, that's like the first thing I do is I drink an Intenso and I get fucking gacked, dude. Like, I, are you I'm, doing supplements or vitamins? Oh, of course, I'm. I'm on, listen, I'm middle aged. Listen, I'm a middle aged rich white lady. I'm on all this fucking shit. Okay, yeah. I do my supplements, I, which is like just vitamins. Fancy word for vitamins. Yeah, I take a bunch of fucking vitamins. Uh, I, I'm on the hormones. I do the progesterone. I'm on a little bit of tea. I'm doing fucking uh, 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 Lexapro. I'm exercise. I'm doing Pilates. I'm walking ten thousand steps. It's wow. exhausting being middle aged, Dally. Yeah. But here's the truth of it: is that I have never felt this good. If I, this, I, this is what I wish someone would have told me when I was your age: is that aging, in and of itself, isn't awful. If you take care of yourself. Yeah. Because I feel better now than I did when I was your age because I didn't take care of myself. Do you think that's like the supplements and things? I think it's exercise, supplements, not being fat, having a good career that I enjoy, a life that I enjoy. Yeah, I don't know if... Because 27, you look great. Like, this is it. This is the best you're going to look, bro. I know. I was hoping to go to like Barton Springs, take some sexy pics. Yeah, you can it's do that. It's a little too cold. cold. I know. But I'm like, I need to start taking like sexier, hot little yeah. pictures of myself. You know what I would do, if, if I, which I did do when I was 23, is take a paper mache. Oh, was that paper mache? What is that? A, mo- a model of your naked body. Yeah. Have someone do like a bust of you naked. Mm. If you have, do you know, too, too intimate. Yeah. Okay. Because where Photos. am I going to put this bust? Oh, I put. It's gonna I be put, like life size. It's not gonna look good closet. in my one bedroom apartment. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. well if I, I mean, I'll put it in storage here. You I guys can have my bust to have your tits and your everything here, yeah. and all the guys look at it. Okay, here's here's a girl that actually does, in my opinion, look like Sid the Sloth. Guys, please stop saying that my eyes are too far apart on the live. I don't look like Sid the Sloth. She also, it's funny because she does, <laughs> and she also <laughs> sounds like Sid the Sloth. She has the lisp and everything. She's so cute, though. Yeah, people are like, oh, you look like Sid the Sloth. I'm like, okay, that's the cutest character in Ice Age. <laughs> Good burn. Cutest character yeah. in a cartoon. Yeah. So popular and successful. And I like, can't stop looking at her cleave. Me too. She's got good hangers. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't think, she, like you said, she's still she's still cute for yeah. having her eyes that far apart. And they, they are, they in are. fact, too far apart. They are. So I, I would argue this chick has Sid the Sloth eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cute. She's so super, super cute. Good hair, good tits. It's also funny because I think like, you know, when I, not that I'm, old and wise now but i think when i was younger i'd be so hurt because when people would say like oh you look like sid the sloth i'm like does that mean you don't want to fuck me does that mean oh. does that mean you don't want to fuck me <laughs> but then i realized i'm like guys will guys will say the nastiest thing to me and then be like so when do you when you want to hook up and i'm like oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it does not matter yeah i le- i i remember realizing that about weight yeah. Uh, there was a time where I think my around 32 where I was like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Like e- even women who are like, 
um, there's always a guy out there who's going to fuck you, period. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how we look. Truly, truly. Yes. There's always a sad man out there. I always think of that guy who was like, if, you, if you're rejected and you feel worthless and piece of shit, go to the Philippines. So men have to go. There's a place. There's a place for there's everyone. There's a place and a person. <laughs> yeah. If someone will bang you no and matter what. And it's so crazy how much... I mean, not to make it too general or like girls, girls are like this and guys are like this, but I think women get more shit talked about us uh, like uh, our looks wise. (laughs) I've never seen an incel woman. (laughs) I've never seen a woman (laughs) writing a manifesto. That's so, oh wait. Guys will get rejected once and they're like, well, time to shoot up them all. (laughs) That's it. One girl, it's insane. I think women go okay. So, so yes, to your point, I agree. But I think the the incel woman will go the opposite and be like, you know, it's just the patriarchy. Mm. Why can't I be fifty pounds overweight and still da 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 da? Mm. Love yourself, queen. You know what I mean? Like it, it goes to that. You're a queen no matter what. The extreme independent woman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm marrying myself. And you're yeah. like, mm, are you really? Guys are incels. Women are vol, vol sales, voluntarily celibate is what they tell themselves. Like, this is my choice. Yeah. <laughs> this is me. It's not because no one wants to fuck me because of my opinions. <laughs> it's me. I want to be alone because I'm figuring myself out. Yeah, exactly. And like, nobody's good enough. Nobody's up to my standards, so I'm not going to do it. That yeah. that I think that's a big one. Yeah. Of like nobody's as good as daddy, so I can't uh, I can't I can't find him. Yeah. Here's here's what here's the Philippines. You got you have to see this TikTok. It's probably my favorite. This is for you, American <laughs> men, mainly middle aged and older. Okay. Those of you men who are single. Yeah. Tired of being alone. Mm-hmm. Tired of being not just rejected <sighs> by American women. Oh but not even noticed, not even seen, Aww. not even acknowledged. He's so Tired sad. of feeling like a nobody. Jesus Feeling Christ. invisible. Oh, my God. Tired of beating your brains gonna... out and killing yourself, uh, trying to get suicidal. American women at least interested in you. Tired of feeling like you don't add up to their <laughs> ridiculously unattainable standards. This is the worst infomercial ever. <laughs> then stop trying. Stop yeah. trying. Yeah. Give up. Instead... Go to the Philippines. <laughs> there are multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes upon poor multitudes. Poor women. Upon multitudes desperate poor women. women. Who will love He's just explaining just sex trafficking. <laughs> they don't speak English. You can bring them to the States. They'll work at a salon. Just as you are. Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Go where you're appreciated. Okay, we get it. I feel like where you are rejected. We understand. I have a feeling that uh, who's rejecting him? There's some. I know. I feel like he's just not hanging out at enough like dive bars. (laughs) I feel like his woman is out there. She's just at a billiards table, (laughs) a few blocks away. Hundred percent. He could be so happy in love. I know. He's just what you said. Maybe it's one. It's like Debbie. And yeah. rejected him. And now he's like, I'm going to the Philippines yeah. where I'm celebrated. So you're not celebrated. Uh, you no. just have money. No. But, oh, but don't you dare tell that to these guys. See, these guys are convinced. I mean, I want him to find love. 
but they're all convinced like you've seen those 90 day fiancés those make me sad <laughs> they make me sad i can't that's like the one thing like i'll try and watch it but it just makes me sad but i like the ones that work right but few and far between few and far between cuz the 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 great inequity of of income i mean it's just it's it's not never i don't think it's real yeah the my favorite one was a uh, so- soldier boy not soldier boy, but soldier boy. Oh yes, the guy in Africa. Yeah, with Nigerian the, with the big with the big white blonde lady, right? Yes, yes. And she shows up to Nigeria, <sighs> and his friends yes. are like, everyone's like, what? She's so fat, big belly. She's got a big belly. I was dying. So now soldier boy, and it's boy. so clear that he's like uninterested. <laughs> He like doesn't want to touch her. He's like, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> he can barely push his flaccid penis inside of her for one night, and then. But now, it makes me so so sad because <laughs> she wants it to work so so bad. bad. But so so somebody's deluding themselves though. One of one of the two is. Are generally, they still together? No. So as you can see, he moved on to another old fat middle aged lady. Um, I don't, I don't know. Kimberly, I guess Kimberly is the new one. His type and my dad's type are very similar. <laughs> Just a big hefty white woman. That's is that so right? Is that, is that your stepmom? Um, or no, your mom? no, my dad's, uh, there's no one really in his life, but oh. he's always trying. He's swinging it around and he, but he likes, he loves a big woman. Husky, yeah. middle-aged yeah. dumpy. Mm-hmm. See, see. And here I am busting my ass with the Pilates and the... And the and you could the, have Larry. I could have Larry. Is Larry hot? Let it go and have... You know, he's got charm. He's got charm. He's not ugly, but he's kind of lost his touch. He's a, he's a big guy. He's, he's a big fellow. How big is he? He's pretty big. How many bills? Three bills? I have no idea. Probably, yeah, definitely. Oh, so he's not going to live very, very long. No, he's, both of my parents, they'll survive Chernobyl. Yeah. They have nine lives. Both of my parents, they put themselves like through the <laughs> shittiest conditions and they just come out stronger. It makes no sense. Are they American? No, you're my Mikofsky. My dad is like Eastern European. Yeah, I was going to say. My mom is like Irish. I was going to say. Eastern yeah. European DNA pretty damn resilient strong yeah strong yeah i'm watching this new show something with a k on netflix creo creo cleo cleo yeah it's about uh old uh stasi that's this show is so good i've never she, even heard of this it just came out she's like the she's like the east berliner version of uh, scarlett johansson mm. and uh, it takes place in the 80s and she's a stasi assassin and I, I relate to this stuff so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like this kind of shit really speaks to me. This dark, You brooding. definitely had those bangs at some point oh, in your life. I, I would have them right now if it didn't look utterly ridiculous. I look like Lloyd Christmas when I have these stupid bangs. But, oh, yeah, this is my steez. It didn't look good on me. I've had it before. I've had it before. Looks cute on her. That's all about aging. You got to know your style. You yeah. I know it works with you. I, I want to be boho. I can never be boho. I, w- I would love to wear a boho uh, free people. Just a loose dress. Oh, I'm just so thin. It just hangs off yeah. of me. And never. Mm-hmm. My tits are so big and cow-like. Are they? Oh. He, you have big old juicers? Big juicers. Yeah. Do you have milkers? I no, I have, I have good. Those are good. Those I have are good, good ones. They're, they're definitely like, it's a, I like, I like, 
it's a surprise. You know, when I used to like hook up with people, it would be like a big reveal. Or I'm yeah. like, bet you didn't think I had these. But they're not like, they're, it's never like the eyes like, Auga. Auga. it's just definitely like more chill. But yeah. I'm proud of them. Yeah, you are very chill. Yeah. You're, you're very chill demeanor. Have you always been this chill? Um, I think so. Yeah. Just as a kid, even. No, I think as a kid, I was probably like a little more fun. And then I'm sure some kind of trauma. Or took the fun out yeah, of you. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you, does your therapist say you have a narrow emotional bandwidth by any chance? Oh, I've never heard that. Like you don't get too high or too low or do you get low? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like my couple's therapist was like, you need just individual therapy. Like a lot of stuff that you're complaining about in the relationship is more about your own baggage than it is about the relationship. But I've never heard emotional narrow bandwidth. Oh. But I, I think it's because I, I kind of fizzle out my therapist yeah, oh, before right. they even you, get there. Yeah. You, ab- you abandon them. As soon them. as it starts getting deep, I'm like, I'm good, actually. I don't like you that much. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize people, well, that would be a, a typical avoidant yeah. thing to do. Because well, like, I didn't realize that therapy heavy. is a reflection of you and all of your relationships. Wow. Cause like a, like a therapist is supposed to be like a blank canvas and right. how you show up for your therapist is how you show up in relationships. Wow. And so me like constantly being like, this therapist isn't good enough. I don't like the way you talk. I don't think you're smart enough. It's like very much how I am in relationships. Whoa. Yes. You just blew my mind. Cause I never thought of it that way. Yeah. How you are with your therapist is how you show up in life. Yeah. And like a lot of times with therapists, I don't want to get too deep. I just kind of like keep it surface level. And do they ask you to go deep or they like, yeah, and then I will, I will. But then I, I always know that I can leave them. So I'm like, sure, I'll go deep. I'll, I'll dump all this baggage on you. And then I won't show up next week. Cause are you shamed by the, the dumping? Like, are you like, oh my God, I can't look at them. Is it shame? No, I think it's just like, you're not going to figure it out. Oh wow. Yeah. Like I'm so, I'm I just so have to broken. do it on my own then. <laughs> I just have to do it on my own. No one is good enough. No Ooh. one will be there for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't trust them to, to, to contain you. Wow. Yeah. So you have to find someone you really trust me. And the, the, the most annoying thing is my couples therapist is so good, but she doesn't do yeah. individual therapy. Well, I, I say that that might be a good thing, really, because sometimes people that specialize in one thing aren't that great in the other. Yeah. I don't know. That could be true. I found that people are generally, uh, it's like you're good at one thing. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you have to find that right match that keeps you coming back. Well, and I think that's another thing is I want like, an, like, a, like I'm like, you do everything for me to this couple's therapist where it's like in relationships. If I find the one person, I'm like, you're my everything. Do everything for me. Figure out everything. <laughs> oh, no. So it's probably good to find someone else. Yeah. And not put it all on her. Yeah. Gosh, good for you to get into this stuff so early in life. I'm really impressed. I think it's so, so good. Yeah. What a, what a great generation. You guys are, that's amazing. Yeah. Like amazing. Well, I was so nuts before that I'm like, I need any and all help I can <laughs> get. Like, I don't look at it as amazing. I'm like, help. Yeah. But a I lot of people this. don't get the help. Instead, they just medicate, mm-hmm. you know. So what What were you so messed up? What was so messed up? Nothing. I was just really depressed, you know. And then I was drinking a lot. I stopped drinking. And then, like, th- that definitely helped a lot. 
I mean, alcohol is like a big depressor. Oh, yeah. So it just makes everything feel even worse. Yeah. Um, so stopping that helped. And then I realized like, okay, well, now let's figure out why drinking felt good. Yeah. And what I was trying to like drink over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a lot better now. Gosh, so young. So yeah. good. So good. Good for you. That means your life is going to be, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for like, your whole life or this will be really fun to look back on and i'm like homeless on the streets <laughs> i'm just don't even have meth <laughs> and i'll be like man uh, she was so she had such a bright so future promising. ahead of her i don't think you'll go that way i don't think I so really but it would be cool to like just to be fully homeless. lean in oh. and be a fucking loser yeah yeah i've uh, i have i think i i well no i've never no i've i've been a loser yeah i've been a loser um I've, I've lived in a kitchen once. Like I was, I was technically homeless, I guess, um, in, <laughs> in college. <laughs> Whose kitchen did you live in? My friends, my okay. friends. I was like waiting for a room to open up and, um, it did. So I was only living in a kitchen for like two months or it's something. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's very liberating to be a total fucking loser. Yeah. Cause once you, once you've hit bottom, okay, I'm a loser. Everyone fucking knows it. I'm done. And it makes everything else feel so much better. Yeah. Like I was kind of living a gypsy lifestyle for a little bit, like crashing on couches. And it was like, I, I definitely wouldn't say I was like homeless because my parents were 40 minutes away in Long Beach. But, you know, I'd crash on people's couches. And and then once I got my own place, I was like, look at me in my own place, <laughs> sharing it with like five other roommates. Yeah. I had a rat in my toilet. Uh, I was like, look at me. Rats are the I'm worst. an adult. But it's so hard to start out in life. You you know, you forget. I forget that. Like, I was just thinking about college the other day. and like, how the fuck did I even live? Like, you have no money. You have no money. And the worst part is, is every year they're like, all right, move out, fuck face. Get your shit. Get out of the storm room. All right, move again. And like everything that you have at that age fits in like two suitcases for like four years. It's crazy. Yeah, you have nothing... You You think nothing. It feels like it's real life and it's like so stressful and like so important. (laughs) And then you get out of college and you're like, oh, that was like play pretend life. Yeah. That wasn't real. I I should have enjoyed it. I know. I mean, I did enjoy it, but I did. But I was very intense. That that's my like I'm very hyper vigilant. That's my style, right? Is like I gotta go at this with maximum intensity. Mm -hmm. I get obsessive. Which is probably why stand up was like, oh, I loved it. I love the torture of stand up comedy. I love yeah. the torture of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fail. Watch me fuck face. I'm gonna do it again. Like I'm, I get really nutty. Yeah. But um, wait, where yeah, did you go to college? Um, University of San Francisco. Oh, nice Jesuit school. I barely got in. I barely got in. I got in on the waiting list. And you did all four years. I did f- a five year plan because wow. I took a semester off to do road rules and then I came back. So that was in college. Yeah. How did that? Do you talk about that a lot? I mean, every now and then. Yeah. Uh, when? So you applied when you were in college. So much fun. Yeah. So I applied. I saw a flyer in the school cafeteria. And had you like seen it before? Of course. I grew yeah. up on the real world and yeah. I wanted to be on the real world. Yeah. Because I was like back then it was like five months in a house smoking cigarettes, getting lit and just like having insanely fun conversations yeah. and and I was like that's what I want to do yeah so of course I I went in for a casting call at a bar I met the casting director and then they called me back again the next day and the next day and then eventually I got on the show and and it was 
it was so cool. But yeah, but because I wanted to sit in the house and not do anything, yeah. they're like, we're going to put you on road rolls. I'm like, I don't want to <sighs> fucking do shit. I don't want to jump out of airplanes. I don't give a fuck yeah, about it. Yeah, it sounds so annoying. It's horrible. Yeah. So of course they put me on that show because they wanted to torture, you know? Yeah, they want to see someone like not have fun. Yeah. If I like, was like, this will be good viewership yeah, yeah, if, if you're I was crying like, every episode. Yeah. Versus if I, I should have been like, I just love adventure. I love exercise and thrills. Yeah. And you're like, sometimes I'm a little bit racist. And they're like, <laughs> great TV. <laughs> We're I make out with you. girls all the time. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm unpredictable. Uh, <laughs> But it was innocent. It wasn't like it is now. Yeah. I mean, back then. Well, that was like prime even time for reality TV because no one. You could do reality TV and be like, this will never haunt me in the future. Yeah. No one will ever be able to see this yeah. in the future. <laughs> I know. This will not be on uh, something called YouTube forever. <laughs> I know. But I'm I'm. I don't know. I was lucky in that I don't, I didn't embarrass myself a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I was an average 20 year old dipshit saying dumb fucking things and my hair looks stupid, but I had red lipstick on back then. Go ahead and Google me back then. Lest you don't believe that I was upset. I've been pretty much looking. Would you do it again? If there was like adult, no, I'd rather kill myself. Uh, Oh, that's me on the challenge. Ugh, I just mean a bikini. That's like, oh, that's me on the Hitchhiker Chronicles where I used to pick up hitchhikers and interview them. Chris Abrego did that show. Yeah, that's me and this girl, Tanya. But I'm saying this is the original Road Rules that I was on. These are the challenges. Google Road Rules Australia. Six. Season six. It was so fun. Are you still friends with anyone from... Oh, yeah. Shane is... um, So Shane, the guy... Oh, scroll down. That's the card for it. Go down. The promo card. There we are. Oh, uh, that guy second to the right. He's uh-huh. coming to stay with me. He and his family. Wow. He's got two little kids. They're going to stay with me. And the Keefla, I see him every now and then. So were you doing stand up at this no. point? No, you didn't start. I was just a depressed uh, philosophy major and I chain smoked cigarettes and I drank every night and I would sit alone and drink. And I just was I thought I was very interesting and very deep. Yeah. And OK, I'll tell you a little dirty story is um, I hooked up on the very last day of filming in yes. Australia with Oscar, the Puerto Rican, from season five. Adios mio. Adios mio, mommy. Wait, I need to Go, see this well, guy. Look at that crazy hair. That was a good hairdo I did that day, too. I want to see Oscar. Oscar wrote, we, we cha- they came to chat or whatever, challenge us in Australia. And the last day of filming, Which I hooked up he? with Oscar. He's, he's the, the short little Puerto Rican guy. Sweet guy. I don't know where he is. Where's Oscar? Oscar. Or was he at Semester at Sea? Maybe he was Semester at Sea. I can't see. That's Battle of the... Oh, a stupid Battle of the Sexes. I did one Battle of the Sexes. I want to fucking many, kill myself. How That's many, yes. How many versions of this show did uh, you do? So I only did... I did Road Is that Rules. him? Let me see. Semester the, at Sea. Go look at the Semester... No, that's yes. No, that's a different Latin uh, guy. Okay. Oscar Road Rules... Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican five. I think it was five. It was the it was the road rules before us. It must have been. He must not have been a huge character on this. Well, this is also a million years ago. My yeah. God. Um, 
super cute. Okay, so anyway, I did this stupid show, and then I did one challenge, Jamaica, Battle of the Sexes, and then I never, I swear to God, I would never do anything again, and I never did. And I, I, would I never imagine do it, it didn't, now. like, pay well. No, so back then, this is how sneaky they are. Because they're just extorting you for... That, oh, they got ratings galore. We got paid fucking Yeah, and there's not nothing. really much that you can that capitalize. Have? Like, nowadays... Reality TV sucks because everyone's just trying to be an influencer after. Oh. So they're like already aware of their image and their brand. Oh, I wish I could have been an but influencer. But back then, you could, you, there, there's nothing you could have really nothing. like promoted. Nothing. Unless you became like a VJ on TRL or something. And, and Eric Nice was that. And he and he was so good. Yeah, you, you could get a job with MTV hosting something else, but that was few and far between. You could do these dumb challenges. There really was no way to capitalize. I wish I could do a reality show, but I know I'm too deep into comedy. I want to do Big Brother. (laughs) You can totally do Big Brother. I don't know, because they have 24-hour live streams. I'm like, I don't know what I... I don't know. Like, I think I'd be fine, but I'd just be so nervous the whole time. I pick my nose. Sometimes I eat my boogers. That's what I mean. You eat them still? I do, yeah. You eat them still? Yeah. This is a WMMA exclusive. Go ahead and mark this. Hold on. We got to talk about this. I do a lot of nasty shit. You know what's great about this discussion? First of all, I'm not going to shame you because I do a lot of disgusting shit too. Let's have a disgusting shit off. I like, I eat my boogers. Okay. So this is just like every once in a while. It's like anytime I pick my nose, I eat my boogers. Okay. I like it. They're yummy. That's okay. And I've talked about this before on other podcasts, but where everyone goes oh you just gotta flick it okay so now my boogers are just on under the table on the chair it's disgusting i'm putting it back in where it belongs yeah (laughs) what you guys still want to fuck me don't you (laughs) you horny little perverts you sick freaks i will i will admit to you when i was a kid i would eat my boogers too and there is something so pleasurable yeah when you find a real winner Mm -hmm. and you're like this one's gonna be a zinger and i like a crunchy one Oh my God! Shut up! Shut up! This, I, I thought this was a safe space. Tom, Tom, if Tom weren't in Australia right now, I would call him because he's probably sleeping. It's the middle of the night. He that makes him vomit. Really? Because like, we've talked about it. Because I've been like, oh, I used to love eating my boogers yeah. as a kid, and he was like, huh? like he can't even. Wow. We got to show him this clip. Will you mark this for your mom's house? So what is it? Walk me through it. Do you do this in front of people? If there was an easier way to dispose of my boogers, then I would do that. But I don't have tissue paper lying around my house. I'm not a 50-year-old woman with uh, Pier 1 design. I don't have tissue paper lying around. So if I feel a booger, I simply grab it, I examine it, and I decide, hey, what's the best? And usually it's just put it in your mouth and get rid of the problem. Oh, man. Have you... Have you talked about this publicly before? Yeah, I'm always reluctant to because I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash. The booger <laughs> eating community, the, the anti-booger eating community hates this. Well, it's usually because the behavior is discouraged at some point. Is it, like in sure, childhood, I mean, I they- should have grown out of it. Right. I'm aware of that. I should not be doing this as an adult. Right. But what do you like? But what it feels is it? like home. It's the consistency... <laughs> It's safe. It's the, is it the, is it the taste or the consistency at this point? I don't even know if I like love it. It's just so easy. You're just used to it. I'm used to it. Yeah. But I do. And I do enjoy it. And does your boyfriend know about this? Yeah. And he makes fun of me constantly. 
I have to admit, he's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, I'm I'm disgusting, and we've had many. They've had given me many lashings. What's about, your most disgusting? I mean, make but, me feel but okay. The booger eating is it's tough for me to imagine doing it as an adult. I loved it as a kid. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like it was it was a mad thrill. It was a fucking thrill. You should try it again as an adult. I've tried it as an adult Bring it to back. see if I could re reignite the like love. It. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm sure it's like, it's like people who like stop drinking soda and then when they try to again, they're like, ew, this is like acid. It's disgusting. You have to keep it consistent. Yeah. I agree. Okay. It just never stops. What's the most disgusting thing I do? You guys listen to me talk and I, 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 I do blow my, my, I blow my nose into my shirts. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, see, why, wouldn't you rather just like take care of it? Well, okay, so like a sick snot. First of all, as a as a former booger eater, yeah. I understand the difference between a sick boogie and like just a a good scraggler. Yeah, sick, like wet. You know what I mean? I can't really. Yeah, you eat can't. That. Yeah, no, no, no. It's too messy. Yeah, so I would just I blow it usually ugh, there. And then what do you do with your shirt? Just, just let it, it ride. Yeah, let it ride because because yeah. just and I for the exact same reasoning you said you're like I don't have what else am I supposed to do Kleenex with it? I don't either. No, yeah, I should, then, but and, I don't. And then you have to like get up and it's either like all down your face yeah. and then you have to walk and grab a tissue yeah. from somewhere and yeah. I don't um, think that's bad at all. I don't think it's bad at all, but these crybabies in the booth. Do you ever like pick your butt and smell it? All the time. I love picking my butt and smelling <laughs> it. Oh, it's so good. I like to s- investigate all the smells on my oh, body. Oh, my earrings? I love my little <laughs> my little nasty <laughs> ear hole. Oh, Yummy. Oh, that's it's so good. Gross. I'm not squeamish about investigating the bod. Yeah. I do enjoy that. Oh, a, be- a belly button clean out. Nothing better. I never Take have a, a Q-tip. good. Get a, get a Q-tip in there and really do some investigating. Okay. That's a good one. Do you have any Q-tips lying around? Oh. I'll investigate right now. <laughs> I think I have a pretty clean belly button. You think you do? You think you do? Put put a Q-tip in there and swirl it around. And oh, no, I'm text excited. Me. Let me know what I'll you find. i send a photo. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me think of my favorite... Oh, oh, I use dental flossers, the kind that get in between yeah. your root canal teeth. Oh, under your nails? Oh, no, no. I oh. use like flossers and I floss at night and then I just throw them on. I throw them just next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the housekeeper will get to that. <laughs> I have a housekeeper. She comes every day. It's not even a mess. I just have one. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my money. <laughs> <laughs> no. that needs work. That's not even my thinking. It's my thinking is like, I'll pick him up eventually. Yeah. But my husband's side of the bed, he has his own island. And like, if I'm next to the wall. We find out that you guys sleep in separate beds. <laughs> like, he has his own island. It's between Literally, our beds. <laughs> no. But it works for us. No, but I just am like, I'm too tired to get up because I'm usually doing it late at night. And I'm yeah. just like, Ugh, I'll pick that up tomorrow. But why don't you put it like on your nightstand or something? Sometimes. Why the floor? Because then I imagine the next morning you have to bend all the way over to See, pick it up. I'm, I'm very lazy too. Like if I take off my underwear, it's just, uh, floor, yeah. uh, floor. I've always been a messy person mm. i don't care mm. about like oh i gotta eat like i i watch japanese tiktoks where these girls are like here's what it's like a day in the office and she's like hand sanitizer and then like everything's there's folded. something for everything yeah and you're like this would make me insane yeah. it's too perfect yeah it's too neat see i love that you like perfection I love serial cot serial killer style 
cleanliness. Really? Yeah. And that's why you eat your boogers to keep it all. Yeah. Keep, keep the evidence. Mm-hmm. Do you keep your, are you like really clean like that? I, I'm not all the time, but I do feel the most comfortable in like a tidy home. Yeah. That's a good sign. I used to not be like that though. Really? You yeah. Were okay. Being messy. Piggy. Yeah. I used to be such a, such a slob. I would lose everything. It would always be like stuff everywhere. Like, I used to get dropped off for school and not have my backpack. Like, I'd be like, oh, oh, whoops. Like, the one thing that you need for school. Jesus. I just, yeah. And then I think I just got so frustrated with always, like, losing things or not knowing where things were that I, like, just kind of went the other way. Good for you. Like, when I'm at a hotel for a weekend, I unpack everything from my suitcase. I hang it wow. up. Wow. I don't even do that. I I'm, like to uh, pretend it's my house. I'm like a hobo. Just dig, 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 throw, dig, dig. My... Hotel room within two hours looks like five frat guys. Just really? It, it used to be way worse when I was worser. way worse when I was like a feature act or like a, the, a newer headliner. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I used to put videos of it up where I'd be like, this is what my fucking hotel room looks like. I would have an eating bed and a sleeping bed. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Standard. Yeah. Comedy. Duh. And I would eat like, you know fucking macaroni and cheese at two in the morning leave that on the fucking nightstand like i i still eat room service in my bed and then Mm -hmm. i just get like gravy and salad dressing all in it and just sleep in it like it's exfoliating you roll around in the sheets (laughs) and there's crumbs you're like this probably taken off some dead skin this has to be good for my body a little bit (laughs) i think you're right but you do have to be a little more like, you can't be such a prim girly girl to be a comic, you know? Like, a female comics, we live like the guys do. So yeah. if we were all like, oh, I don't eat my boogers. And like, you're not going to succeed as yeah. a comic. You have to be gross a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you sleep in like jizzy condos and like gross fucking places. You mm-hmm. can't be above it. Mm-mm. Okay, let's do some follow-ups. Uh, voicemails. Let's see what's going on in the world of where my mom's at. Mommy. Uh, I also uh, realized earlier in the episode I sure. said your mom's house. That's the other show. I know, but it wasn't the one I was talking about this one. Oh, that's okay. You it's, just have so many podcasts. It's the same world, Studio same Jeans. World. Yeah. It's all the same shit. Same shit, different toilet, as they say. Hi, Mommy. So I wanted to share my funny trauma. In high school, I was obsessed with trying to find my dad's wheat stash. <laughs> so one day my parents are out of the house and me and two of my friends are looking through my dad's closet to try and find his wheat stash. I pull down a bag, open it up to reveal a strap-on dildo. And for the rest of my sophomore and junior year, my friends made fun of me for my dad getting fucked in his ass. So that was really fun. You are honestly my favorite. You're so funny. And thank you for everything. Thank you. That is the best funny trauma. So we did a segment called fun traumas, not capital T. Like you're molested. Yeah. Uh, Finding your dad's strap on. And I'm assuming your dad's a straight guy. It sounds like he leans straight. Not so much. Do you have a fun trauma? Oh, so many. <laughs> oh, my God. Finding your dad's strap on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. One time I went to um, play like a movie in my dad's room, like on the VHS. I thought that the movie I wanted to watch was already in there. So as soon as I pressed play, it was like it was like black and white vintage porn. Aww. And I was so young. I'd never, I didn't know what it was. So I just free, I was like, ah. 
I just screamed and my dad was downstairs. He was like, what? And I was like, the spider. Um, you lied to him. You did not tell yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. even think I knew what the word was for that. Sure. I feel like that's a, a pretty introductory level trauma it for was those n- of us. I'm glad it was like black and white vintage. There was like full bush, you know, it yeah. was pretty, it was a very soft way to enter the porn world. Agreed. I also grew up on uh, 80s vintage porn, yeah. 70s even. I mean, it'd probably be terrifying to be what I was probably six to just see like someone being like bondaged up and spanked around. You saw that when you were six? Yeah, I think I was like six. That's very traumatizing. Yeah. And then I found out though, when I was older, I found out it was like my dad's dad's porn. It was passed down to him. I was like, one day it'll be mine. <laughs> <laughs> the family heirlooms, the gifts, they keep coming. <laughs> that is so disgusting. Yeah. It got so. Did your grandfather? Was he? Did he give my it to grandfather your, was a horny dude. My dad's a horny dude. Yeah, but but I'm saying, do you think there was a a day where your grandfather was like, and now your this son. is yours. You're 18. Yeah, you get you get to jerk off to this the way all men do in our family. Yeah, I'm curious if it was like a face to face transfer of the right. porn, or if my dad just like once my grandpa died was like rummaging through the boxes, like where's the good stuff? I don't know. I I'll mean, have to ask him. Wow, I'm not sure what's worse. The trauma of you discovering that at six. I could call him and find out. Or, no, that's okay. (laughs) Or knowing that you're masturbating to the same porn that your dad masturbated to. Like, what's worse? Yeah, I don't know. It's like psychologically? Ugh, what do you guys... I, I, I mean, I would you jerk off to the stuff your dad jerks it to? That's really the question. Uh, God, no, savage. Say no, yeah. Depends on his taste, I guess. If I knew, <laughs> if I knew it was him doing it, like I don't want to think about that. Yeah, like, like your dad had many jerks to this sacred porn, and now and now you're gonna get to J or D to. Because yeah, somewhere in the back wild. of my head, I'm going to be thinking about that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's gonna not, be like, uh-uh. wow, I don't know yeah, who's no. more. I don't warped. think it's that weird. I mean, it's not like you're jerking off in the same room watching the same thing. No, but it's like you, and nowadays, it's a legacy I mean, jerk. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's like Pornhub. There's so much porn that it's like you're guaranteed to be watching something. Some that, overlap. Yeah, for sure. But the neat part is that the neat part is when you're like, it's a direct lineage. Yeah. When you're like, this one's for me. Yeah. This is for my dad. My dad, Jada's D to this, and now I will. It's cool. Yeah. That's really it's good. Special. Those are really good trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Of course. Okay. One more mommy follow up email. Hi, mommy jeans. Hi, jeans. Um, long time listener, first long caller. Oh. Um, I've got a total badge dryer for you. Badge so, dryer. Yeah, these um, are good. The biggest badge dryer right now for me is just go. like scraggly beards. Oh. Um, any beard longer really than half an inch looks <laughs> 80% of the time, like a bunch of pubes stacked on their face. And other 20% of the time, just looks nasty AF. Um, it's just unkempt, gross, dirt snatcher on your face. So that's totally a badge dryer. Okay, thanks. Love you, Mom. Keep them higher and tighter. <laughs> I think she's right. She's right. It's the length of a scraggly beard. Well, and like beards are the exact same hair as pubes. <laughs> it's just so much. It's too much. It is like a, it's like a pussy on your face. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I never thought about that. 
Because my husband is quite a beard. And but he never, doesn't have like a big beard. He did for, he had such a big beard, Allie, for years. You know what I rewatched? I had seen for the first time. I'd never seen it before. Have what? you even watched it? This like documentary of him and two other comics going to China or Hong yes, Kong. Yes, it's, you have Comedi- to kill. You have to kill. Yeah. Does I that need mean you he, to kill, yeah. I need you to kill. He had such a big beard. But to the point where I couldn't see his face or facial expressions for like the last 15 years. Yeah, that's a nasty. It's a very, and it did, it did collect smells. Oh, there's Chad Daniels and Pete. It's uh, such a interesting oh my documentary. I can't even watch it because the anxiety of the subject matter and like knowing what Tom went through when he shot that, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, oh, Pete Lee's in it too. I can't, I can't, I should, but I can't. I want to kill myself. What's that on Spotify? Cool. Um, what's a badge dryer for you? What What's an immediate turnoff? Uh, superficial turnoff. Oh God. Um, I've got one. Yeah, you t- you say yours. <laughs> VR goggles. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Just like immediately, I'm like, just Ugh. guys. <laughs> this thing it's like men who could never go to war being like they're coming (laughs) after me I gotta shoot them all I'm shooting them I'm kidding like they're either doing really good and that's embarrassing or they're doing really bad and that's also embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) this fucking guy like I get it VR is amazing I'm sure it's fun it's cool whatever but it looks ridiculous yeah that dries my badge so hard look at that (laughs) I'm trying to think what a big badge dryer would be. Playing a video game in virtual (laughs) to play a video game that way is even sadder. It's one thing if you're like, I'd like to go hiking in Alaska. Hey, let's do it in virtual reality. But to be like, I'm gonna play like you just said, Call of Duty and shoot these fucking whatevers. I don't even know what you shoot in Call of Duty. Oh, I have one. You think it's cool to go on a virtual reality hike? At at least it's at least it's educational. (laughs) But this whole idea of like I'm gonna play video game. My boyfriend plays this. This is a vag dryer in my own relationship, Mm -hmm. and I think it's so funny. My boyfriend plays this video game with his friends. It's called like told you guys. It's called Escape from Tarkov, and. Do you guys know what this is? No. It sounds I guess it's supposed stupid. to be like the most real and accurate war game ever because in the game you have to you have to like drink enough water to be hydrated enough to fight. You have to go to the gym so you can be strong enough to like lift these guns and like run and chase. And so my boyfriend, he has this giant headset with the microphone and everything. Oh my God. And he stop. plays this game with a guy named Creeper. Okay. He doesn't know this kid. He's never met this kid before. His name is just Creeper. That's all we know. He's been playing with Creeper for a long time. And so he's playing this game and he's like, Creeper, I need water. Creeper, I need water. I need to get hydrated so I can so I can shoot. Creeper, give me water. It's so embarrassing. Oh my god. And then you would think it would be different when he's not playing the can't. game, but as soon as he takes off the headset, he's like, babe, I need water. I'm thirsty <laughs> from gaming. I'm gaming so hard. It never ends. It dark off. Creamer, I need water. <laughs> I, it's, uh, I think, I think the, okay, it's a toss up now between the VR goggles and the, the headset. He- I mean, 
I, the talking to another another adult. If, Some of if, them do both. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. I guess I just. I just can't imagine a grown, a grown adult man. Like I can't see my dad. Being yeah. Like, Hold on, creeper. I need what? Like my father. Who's an adult generation? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they had mortgages by the time mm-hmm. they were twenty-seven years old too. Like just adult men. Yeah, it's part of me thinks it's really terrible. cute though. Like I come home and I see him gaming. I'm like, look at my son. You know, <laughs> it feels very mature. I'm like, look at him. He's trying so hard. I'm like, babe, how many kills did you get? Babe, did you kill anyone? <sighs> And does he feel like a sense of a, that? That's got to be the worst part is the the false sense of accomplishment. Yeah, I think that's what bothers me, too. It's like you've accomplished nothing. I yeah. know you feel like you have. This is nothing. Well, the problem is I don't even know if he's good at the game. I'm like, are you? Yeah. I mean, if he keeps calling out for water. Creeper, I need water. <laughs> Creeper, I need water. Yeah, maybe it's because it's a. It is. Yeah, there. There's to me. There's no payoff to video game playing. It's just mm. like, what are you? Are you bettering yourself? I don't know. But then again, my kids do mine. My kid does Minecraft, and well, that's helped him. I mean, yeah. Well, first of all, Minecraft's a different <laughs> game, but also he's a kid, so he kind of has a lot of he's time a for kid. that shit. An adult you know male. An adult is another fucking yeah. story. Yeah. Like, put that shit down, creeper. Creeper. Okay, one more follow-up. One more follow-up. Oh, Allie, you're so fun. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad Thanks to be here. Hey, I was just listening to your conversation with Sarah Weinshank about monograms in the South, and you made a comment about how it seems like a show well. Being born and raised in deep east Texas and going to a lot of church camps over the summer, I can tell you it's actually the opposite. Oh. We monogrammed our shit, so when we were all sleeping in dorms wearing base-gas Walmart shit, we didn't put it on somebody else's underwear. There's oh. nothing worse in the world than accidentally grabbing another man's sweaty fruity balloons, realizing halfway through a five-mile-long kayak. Keep it high and tight, mommy. This on me beat. Yeah. So I guess so. We we're talking about monograms, and that's not a very West Coast thing. So I assumed maybe it was like a show of wealth. Like I, mm. I'm so rich that I monogram my shirts. But this guy's saying, no, you're just poor. You gotta. Get that shit stitched in. Yeah. Do you own anything monogram? I don't think so. No. Neither do I. No, I have one. I have one scarf, but I don't ever put my real name. I'll put like mom or Jean on there. Cute. I don't ever. It seems it seems preposterous. Like, this is my scarf. I'm Christina. Yeah. Do you have like the the towels at your house monogrammed? <laughs> no. We got a set as a joke that say FGTRTD. And I was like, these are great. Like, that's my level. No. And that's not my jab. My sister's very much like basic white woman vibes. (laughs) So everything, she has a pillow, like her show pillow on her bed has like the monogram. The towels have the monogram. Yeah. You know, that's a whole lane of white lady. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know what I realized about myself? Because I started to be that white lady. And then I stopped myself and I was like, there's two kinds of people. There's people, this is the person I think I should be. And then who I really am. I'm, I'm kind of turning into basic white girl. Some of it's cool. But I kind of, yeah, I enjoy some, some aspects. You have to try it on. Yeah. Try it out. See if you like being basic and what feels right. Like I'm a basic bitch when it comes to like kitchen stuff. 
I love a good spatula. You have a La Crusette. I love a La Crusette. Yeah. You fuck, you show me that. I get white girl excited it's gorgeous. for that. It's gorgeous. It lasts forever. It's a gorgeous forever. piece of metal. Ugh, ceramic. Ceramic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to that. Yeah. I like that. Interesting. Okay. Allie Mikofsky, go see her do stand up, you guys. She truly is just so fucking funny and so cool. And you know who you remind me of? I'm sure I really love hearing who you might remind Sid you of. Sid the Sloth from Ice Age? Sid the Sloth. You bitch. Now, I think this, you're, you're just such a great energy in, in, com, in the comedy where my favorite kind of energy actually is like Janine Garofalo-esque. Like, hmm, oh, I just, that's nice. I, I could not love this lane of comedy more that, yeah. you're, that you are who you are. I just love you. I think you're so funny and so talented. And I, I wish you much continued success because you're my little baby comedy sister. Thanks. I just love you. What's your Instagram? Let's give it out. My Instagram is at not Allie Mac, N-O-T-A-L-I-M-A-C. And you can get tickets to my shows at AllieMakofsky.com. Check her out. Try it out. We didn't even talk about Valentine's Day. VD, I'm sure you have big plans. Venereal disease. Um, <laughs> no, I have no plans. No, I, I, we're not like that no. either. It's stupid. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Last year, I think I went to like a restaurant, which is the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. It's just all these couples that you know are going to break up soon. Yeah. You're just watching them. You're like, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? They hate each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think if I were to do something, it would just be really chill. Yeah. Just like you. Very just chill. like me. All right. Continue eating your boogers. Don't let anybody shame you from that. Thank if that's you. your joy, you go do that. All right. Thanks. I love you guys. Uh, until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at?